Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is the Sarasota Stories Podcast. Made in the USA and veteran-owned is a rare combination, but one enterprising entrepreneur and a military man invented a surprisingly clever and effective tool that he proudly makes right here. Hi, I'm your host, Bob Williams, and I'm very pleased to welcome Ken Kwiatkowski to the show today. Ken is president and CEO at Grasshole Corporation, a company that manufactures protective rings for sprinkler heads. In this episode, you'll learn one thing most people don't know about Ken, where the idea for this revolutionary product came from, the veteran groups Ken supports, tips for the aspiring entrepreneur, where you can buy these protective rings for your yard, and much, much more. I'm so glad you stopped by today. It's my hope that you will listen, learn, but most importantly, connect. Ken Kwiatkowski, President and CEO of Grasshole Corporation. Welcome to the Sarasota Stories Podcast. Hey, good morning, Bob. How you doing? Or I should say... Good afternoon. Yeah, we are. It's just 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 turned. Uh, was it twelve fifteen here and whatnot? Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, I'm trying to think. You and I connected over LinkedIn, and I thought you had an interesting story. You've launched an interesting product, and uh, I actually need some of them. So <laughs> I may I may ask for a promotional fee after after this episode. So. Happy to give you a box, Bob. Not a problem. Not a problem. But I won't install them for you. You, you won't install them for you. Yeah, we're gonna, we're going to get into what that uh, product actually is. But before we do that, I always have to ask my favorite question, which is, what is one thing that most people don't know about Ken? I've hiked and skied the highest elevation mountain on the eastern seaboard, which is actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for the highest recorded winds in the world. Well, that's now, a new one on me. Where's it where is that? Me and my buddies after Easter, which is the timeline, it's called Tuckerman's Ravine. It's on Mount Washington in uh, New Hampshire. It is really? it is spectacular. Um <clears throat> you know, you have to hike up, you drop your bags, yeah, you put on your boots, you grab your skis, then you hike up as far as you want to ski. It is so steep, Bob. If you could stop, you could actually touch the side of the hill. 
Wow. Wow. Uh, actually, How long Reader's ago was that? Guide. How long ago was that? Uh, actually, before I was, I'm going to say I was probably 25, 26. But me and my buddies used to hike it and ski it for kicks. I mean, I was on the free, uh, freestyle team at Killington. I raced in college. I've been skiing since I was four years old. So skiing was uh, always an adrenaline rush for me. Um, so um, my friends, let's let's go. And it's like, okay, lock wow. and load. Wow. Well, that's that's pretty incredible. I have no desire to do that. That's for sure. Well, that's that's incredible. Well, so give us give us some of your broad strokes background before we get into your product, which is a protection for sprinkler heads, which I find fascinating. But Give us some broad strokes background uh, of you and then also your military career. Sure, sure, Bob. So um, I have a couple degrees in accounting, master's in taxation. And uh, so I've kind of been a bean counter all my life. And what happened in the in the late 80s, there was the condo glut up in the Northeast and all these companies, they went bankrupt and so on and so forth. So I figured, well, you know what, I'll go in the Navy, I'll do 20 years and I'll get out, which, which you know, and I'll have a pension and I go back to my bean counting stuff. Um, so in the military, uh, unfortunately, I wound up getting uh, injured during Desert Shield and Desert Storm. So I, I wound up coming back out um, and in my career, then I wound up moving from the Northeast down to Florida Wound up at the Big Five, working for the Big Five for a few years, and the Big Five being accounting, Big Five oh, accounting okay. firms. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the Big Four now. I don't know. Yeah, so I keep consolidating. Yeah, so I work for companies that Daimler, Mercedes Benz, GEG Capital, Knight Ritter over in Miami, and kind of kind of got out of that, and off and on, I did my own entrepreneurial stuff, uh, as to say. Um, and I happened to think of this idea. I got tired of these cement donuts in my yard, and they would always sink. They would crack. They would break. And what I would do is just take another donut and throw it on top. And then that <laughs> one would then, then that one would sink further. Then I'd throw another donut. There was one place in my yard. I, I think I had three donuts at, at a minimum before well, I, I, I came up with a grass hole idea. I just want to make sure before we get into that, so our listeners know what we're talking about here. And before we get into that, I do want to say thank you very much for your service. You and I were talking before I hit record that uh, my parents uh, actually met at the Pentagon, and they were both in the Korean War. Uh, I never did serve in the military, and it was always one of my regrets. And I may say that out of ignorance, but I was a little bit too young for Vietnam and just never had the... I, I don't know, just the opportunity or the chance or whatever to, to, to serve a couple of years. So thank you very much. Uh, once again, uh, thank you. And uh, just appreciate all you guys that uh, that uh, serve our country and protect our country, particularly in, in this day and age. But so, yeah, so thank you very much. So I just want to make sure that our listeners know you have a product, you developed a product, and it, as it's marketed, it's called Grass Hole System. It's the most revolutionary protection for sprinkler heads, which are, of course, all over Florida and all over the really the country, if you will. And you developed that product how many years ago? I started developing it back in 2019, but I really didn't 
I got involved in another side venture in a commercial plumbing company that I was a owner of. And so I really didn't start until 2020. And um, I started making prototypes out of cardboard. And it's like, okay, let, let's step it up a little. So I went to Lowe's, I believe, and grabbed some PVC piping and some flexible shower material, a couple things of crazy glue and some green spray paint and, and started making, designing different sizes and how it should be, you know, should the disc be, should the top disc be this big or should it be this big? Then actually talking with some manufacturers, came up with some new ideas I found a local manufacturer, He, another veteran, 82nd Airborne, Spectrum Custom Molds and Manufacturing, Mike up there and his family, and uh, let, let's build a mold. So so I just want to describe it since this is audio only. So this is, it's really a, it's just a circular, well, you describe it. I call, I call it a circular disc. I okay. created this circular disc that's attached to a tube that goes into the ground. Yep. The, the disc helps it from sinking, but it also serves as so the grass doesn't grow over your sprinkler head and not enable it from popping up correctly. Right. So it has a twofold purpose there. The tube section helps it keep it aligned so your sprinkler head's not leaning one way or the other. Because sometimes you have leaks and the sprinkler head ain't functioning right, so all the water is going back in the hole where it shouldn't be going. But the unique thing in my patents, and I have two patents, that I put perforations on the bottom of the disc. So you could score it with a utility knife and snap it off. So it's near your sidewalk, driveway, building, a tree, or some edging in your yard. You could just score it with, snap it off. I mean, you could snap it off with your fingers, but you really want to get the right line. There's over 1,200 configurations there. What I I find interesting about it, and I I was sharing this with you before, what I find interesting about it is you can actually cut it to size or you not to size, but you can cut it because some of the sprinkler heads are close to the sidewalk or they're too close to the driveway. And you can actually cut it so that it fits really snug right down in there. I find that fast. I think find that an appealing part of the um, of the design. Yeah, I actually have some videos on my website that depict uh, cutting it and sticking it. I think one's near some uh, the border for the garden, so I needed to cut a piece off and just stick it in the ground. And simple as that. Well, well, let, let me ask you. So, so when so you went through the paper and then the cardboard and then the PVC that you got at uh, Lowe's and whatnot. I mean, did you have any I don't know, hesitation about launching? This business, or I mean, what what was it like? Kind of what went through your head about you saying, "Okay, we're we're, we're going to go to market with this." You know, it, it was uh, it, it was divine inspiration. I was sitting, really, Bob. I was sitting on my lanai thinking about it, and it's like my dad had passed away uh, previously. It had been a few years, and I could hear his voice say, "Like Nike, just do it, just do it, Ken." And, you know, getting those CAD drawings, the CAD 2 and CAD 3, and, and, and just finding the right manufacturer for me, because still after we built the initial mold, that we had to make modifications to it. Because in the boxes that I sent, these things are stackable. 
because they are they have a a, a taper to them, kind of like a Dixie solo cup that they're stackable, but that helps them keep them in the ground too. Interesting. What? So when did you actually launch the business? So uh, I, I incorporated as a bean counter. I incorporated in 2019. I really didn't get hit the the gas pedal until September of October of 2020. So October, I did the CAD drawings. I had my colleagues look at different uh, prototypes I built. Had the CAD drawings, found the manufacturer, initiated uh, uh, filing the utility and design patent. Uh, subsequently, the trademarks uh, ran some different types of materials, a nylon, then ABS plastic. I was I went from CAD drawings to prototypes, the manufacturing and on the shelf in five months. Oh, wow. How, how long does it take to get a patent? Uh, well, you can file for a provisional patent. It, it, it almost takes a year for it to process. But finding the right comp, finding the right firm to do that for you is key. Now, interesting. My patent, my patent is not complex, so obviously the cost is not through the roof. When you get into com- complex uh, patents, obviously the fees are going to escalate. I mean, you can go from five thousand probably to five hundred million. Well, well you- e- even for a, even for a small. Uh, startup like this, I mean, unless you have a, a you know a tremendous amount of capital and whatnot, there's a lot of moving parts uh, really to get the traction in this area. But can you tell us how big your operation is? My sales have increased almost three hundred percent from 2021 to 2022, and that that's just growing it organically. Me working a full time position at the same time. Good for you. When you look at it, it's it's a simple product. But it's kind of like you surprised that people didn't come up with that idea sooner. Well, I've been told, yeah, it is a simple product, but it's complex in the same uh, same sentence because the perforations on the bottom of the disc. In addition, I actually put knockouts on the side of the tube if there are shorter sprinkler heads, just in case, or if people are running want to use these for their solar lighting and they're running conduit, that they could just take these half inch, three quarter inch or a full inch, cut them out, and then run their conduit or the water line, because there, there are short sprinkler uh, heads out there. But so I wanted to be privy, and that's all part of my my patent. Well, that's cool. That's cool. So so it's it's what is it made out of then, exactly what type of plastic? We use an ABS natural plastic. Unfortunately, with the price of gas, originally when I started, it went from a, started at $1.65 a pound. It almost hit $3 a pound. Oh, wow. But I don't think oil companies have a problem doing that. But I was trying to limit my increases. I mean, I mean, I started selling them at forty nine ninety eight or whatever. Currently, right now, I'm comfortable with a win-win selling them at $64.98.99 uh, for a 10-pack box out on Amazon or my store or my website. Well, so what's been the toughest part to date in, about running Grasshole Corporation? You know, it, it's finding the people. I, I may not know everything, but it's finding those colleagues that know a little bit more than you do and incorporating them in, in, into what you need to get done. I don't have any employees. I have subcontractors, and uh, it's just finding that right quality, building your team, as I call it. And I don't sure. have a building a team from scratch uh the biggest problem is that 
my biggest problem trying to work with Amazon sometimes. Uh, their 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 seller their seller side is not as conducive as their customer side when you're buying, where you can pick up the phone, you can talk to a customer service rep on that side. This tennis wow. email, this tennis email game, it, it, it's just it just blows my mind. And, and you get a different person all the time. So you know, if Amazon was smart, they'd actually have better support for sellers because you know what? They make more money off the sellers than they do the buyers. Yes. I, I knew at one point, uh, I forget one division of Amazon, 50% of the revenue came from sellers just like you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how big a part it is of their revenue, but I'm kind of surprised to hear that you don't get better service. I, I am too. And I think it would serve them better if they did provide better service. Well, one of the things that you're, you can see that you really support on your website is that this is a veteran owned and manufactured and you're very proud of that obviously with your military background and whatnot why is that so important to you that it's again made here in the usa and veteran well you know i'm tired of going into a store and everything's made in china and you know what it's junk why don't you make a product like we used to make in the u.s that lasts and lasts and lasts like my grassle i mean i got a uv deterrent here that's key in florida and texas and california uh i'm just tired i'm I'm tired of the junk that people sell out there um why would you buy a product made in china knowing that it's slave labor to be made and they're paying 20 cents and you know what they'll turn around and sell these plastic donuts for four bucks a piece and like i put on my video they make probably a great frisbee in a hurricane because that's the only purpose they serve. I mean, this is quality. No, but I, I think it is important that hey, we why, why don't why aren't we promoting veterans? Why right. aren't we you know better known made in the USA? I actually put on my grass salt made brains in Florida. I'm not just saying made in the USA. I'm putting it's made in brains in Florida. Support your local economy. That that's that's really the key. Let's support ourselves instead of let's stop supporting China. Tell me about some of the organizations that you support here then locally. Um, The local ones are 941 Vets, which is a group of veteran-owned businesses, and we try to support each other. The Hometown Fest is coming up over at UTC. I don't know if you're aware of that. Last year, I came up with the idea, we're going to have a veterans row, just all veteran-owned businesses. Right. And I think, let's see, I, I know an organization that supports that and organizes that. I believe it is Penguin Productions. They do a lot of the food trucks and other events mm-hmm. around here. And I had them on my podcast earlier, and I think they're one of the vendors that or they're going to be the organizers of that. So I think I did see that come across my screen. I think it was, uh, I think the Sahib Temple, who is it? The, the guy, yeah, those guys are the primary people, and that's where the donations go to. So so do part of your profits go to veteran groups? I try to support them when I can. Uh, I was a uh, two years in a row for 941 Vets. I was their platinum sponsor for the clay shoot event. Oh, that's great. Down at Nice Trail? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a great event. Uh, we actually we had it before Hurricane Ian hit, which was – so we were happy. Everything turned out good. We're, we're trying to, you know, make it better and better each year. Some of the other veteran groups, SRQ Vets. I try to support their Toy for Tots um, when they have it down at the VFW down on Tuttle there. I, I like to, What I like to do is I'll go to Walmart and I buy fishing poles. I don't just buy things. 
If you could teach Amanda fish, she could fish for life. Yeah. Now, I just don't buy the black ones. I buy a couple pink ones for girls. Why not? <laughs> I mean, we have so many lakes. I, I mean, I, I have a little lake in my backyard. You know, it, it's good to go out there and fish every once in a while. And uh, it, it's better than a toy or something like I, I feel. Toys break. Fishing poles are there forever. And a kid would enjoy that year round. It's not just a seasonal thing. That's great. Uh, of course, uh, the Veterans Ranch is another one I support. I'm a board member for that. It's an organization that helps veterans who have PTSD with yes. me uh, with horses and riding. It really calms us down. We have an uh, appropriation bill sitting with uh, one of the state board of senators trying to get that through to get some property and so forth. Of course, there's a Sarasota BMX track, which I was very involved with. Uh, many years ago, it took me, uh, there's a story behind that. Uh, one of the light, light fixtures fell down and I called the county to replace it. And they said, well, if we didn't put it up, we're not replacing it. All right. It took me two years to get the initial $375,000 from Sarasota County. Subsequently, $3.2 million to redo that track to make it a super cross track. Because I was able to provide, show them the economic impact these races have in the local community. We thought about moving the track other places, but then inner city kids wouldn't be able to just ride their bikes and go ride there. Right. A place for them to go. Mom and dad's working and, you know, you got single parents going on. The kids could just ride their bike to the track and ride and be in a safe environment. Uh, the track is gone I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. So uh, I'm a, a sponsor over there. A big thing that's coming up is the Joey Powers Leukemia Project. Joey Joey was uh, uh, came with leukemia, and it subsided. Then it came back full-blown. It was so bad, they actually induced coma. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Oh, he was over. He, he had been going. Him and my daughter were very good friends, and they talked about getting married after they went to college and so forth. But uh, unfortunately, Joey, Joey lost his battle. And um, so it's been going on for 10 years. It's a fundraiser to raise money and the funds go to help the people who have leukemia. Their kids are up at all children's hospital up in St. Pete. They pay their, they pay uh, their electric bill. They pay their gas bill. That is wonderful. Heart repair, so forth and so on. That's wonderful. Well, I appreciate your involvement with all these and all obviously supporting the veterans. I want to get back a little bit to your company. I'm just curious, do you have any other products in the pipeline? Yes, I do. And they will be coming out. I'll be bringing out a new product at the National Home and Garden Show. Uh, I believe it's in July up in Chicago, uh, which will accompany the, the grass hole and make an additional feature for our northern folks and helping them protect their sprinkler heads during the winter time. Oh, that's cool. Of course, we, we talked about that other product, the fun, the fun, the fun part of it, which I'll probably come out with in the, the following year in 2024. Oh, that's great. Well, I'll say I think that you'd be perfect for Shark Tank. I'm a big fan of Shark Tank on TV, you know, where you see these entrepreneurs coming in with their creative ideas like what you have what you have come out with. I think I'm doing fine on my own. And, and a lot of these big companies, they just want to sell you their advertising. Hey, let's go shoot a $26,000 video as seen on TV. 
Right. And, you know, if I could grow my sales 300% in one year, I, I think I'm on the right track. Well, that's cool. That's very, really, it, it, that's I cool. I really need them at that point. I mean, but I, I, I'd like to see more veteran-owned and veteran products advertised right. out there. And I don't know. I think that that should be free advertising. Hey, we got better. Let's give them a hand up, not a hand out. Yeah, indeed. That's the way way I look at it. And that's what I give all these organizations. I give them a hand up. I'm not just giving them a hand out. Well, well, where would you like to take the Grasshole Corporation? What does this look Uh, like over the next five years? I'm hopefully by year four that somebody comes and we do a licensing agreement. And that probably be sooner than later. An exclusive licensing agreement. I still hold the patents and everything like that. They manufacture, they distribute, they sell it, and they send me a royalty in perpetuity. That makes perfect sense because it takes so much capital really to launch a business like that today, consumer product like that. That makes all the sense in the world. What's so? So I mean, you kind of just gave us like one tip if somebody was going to start a business or a consumer product like this, a gardening product like this, but. What are some other tips? Like if somebody's out there or wants to launch their own business, what are some a couple of tips that you would share about what to expect? Well, you know, you got to build up your foundation. If you don't have a good foundation, the house of cards is going to tumble. So you got an idea. Okay. Do, do how, how, how much faith do you have in your idea? And when you're sharing your idea, I, I would highly suggest a NDA MOU. Uh, type of agreement as you're sharing your idea, so nobody steals it from you. An NDA, more more or less, a non-disclosure agreement. Non-disclosure agreement. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as you're proceeding, okay, let's set up a. I need to set up a corporation and start. Okay, what type of corporation do I want to set up? Okay, and the key is picking the name of your company. Is that name available on Sunbiz? If you're setting up a Florida corporation. Is it also available on GoDaddy for your website? Yep. Oh, you want those two to sync, that you want them to be mirrored. Now, my company is called Grasshole Corporation. At the time, there was no Grasshole available, so I went with Grasshole System. Uh, Grasshole did come available, and I, I didn't pull the trigger quick enough, and somebody else bought that 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 website uh, under me. But that that's the key. You want to sync your name, your website with your corporate name, so it, it mirrors each other. Type of entity. You know, people, oh, I want to set up an LLC. Well, make sure you take an S-Corp election. As an LLC, you file Schedule C, and you're going to play 15.3 self-employment tax. If you're going to set up an LLC or you set up a corporation, just make sure you set up an S-Corp election is all I could say. You may want to change that down the road, but for the time being, that's what I would do. Where's the best place for people to reach you or to find your product? Let's see. I'm actually on uh, – that's, that's kind of a dumb question here because you're on Amazon – and it's grass hole sprinkler head protection. You get a 10 pack there for $64.99. Other places where they can find the product? Sure. On my website at www.grassholesystem.com. Yep. yep. And probably you could just Google grass hole and, and you probably find my product, but that, that is direct. Also, with Mike Lindell on his My Store. Now, in addition, like I, I mentioned before, I don't know if I mentioned before, but Mike only sells products made in the USA. He yep. doesn't sell products made in any other country. And uh, what's nice about my product, my plastic comes out of Oklahoma City. So it is 100% veteran-owned down to the down to the bare roots there. I, I don't think you get any better. 
I know Mike with his uh, his sheets, he gets his Giza cotton from Egypt or something. So I guess there's a loophole with that, but at least it's manufactured here. So for Mike. <laughs> Well, your enthusiasm for not only veterans, but American made is very infectious. And I appreciate that a lot. Anything else you want to leave us with, Ken, before we say goodbye? Well, you know, like my trademark says, don't be an arse hole. Install a grass hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ken, thank you for being on the Sarasota Stories podcast. I appreciate it very much. And everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today. Hello, dear listeners. This is Bob again. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect. <laughs>